0: Hey, Stephen, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSP Marketing Podcast. I am Tahir Hamed, your host, with my co-host here.
1: Stephen Baddorf, welcome back.
0: Welcome back. Thanks again for listening. It's been amazing seeing um, the growth of the podcast, and we're going to keep doing everything we can to provide as much value to you. So today we're going to be covering, should you be advertising for your MSP? Now there's a thing that happens, uh, when we, when either a marketer or a business owner starts marketing their business, there's two things that comes to mind. One is, should I cold call all day? Cause that's what happened to me. And I hear it from a lot of you know potential members and a lot of questions. It's like, Hey, how do I cold call? And it's like, cold calling should just be one piece of the marketing pie after You know what you're doing. So it should not be relying on cold calling or even a salesperson cold calling all day. All right. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. Second thing is usually, well, should I start advertising? Should I start spending a lot of money to advertise on places? And sometimes the answer is yes, but usually the answer is no. That should not be, either of those two things should not even be on your radar yet. Those need those come when you have matured your marketing, right? So so should you be advertising for your MSP? And unfortunately, the answer is it depends. It depends on where you are in your marketing journey. Right, yeah, Steven? Yeah, I
1: would agree. I mean, the way I would look at it, I think we've talked about it before, is just like you can have the best advertising like ad pop up on Google. People see it. They're like, oh, cool. This is a business for an MSP. They go to the site. If you don't have anything on the site to back it up, if this ad was just made out of nowhere and it leads them to something that's basically not created and you're not at the point to retain the leads that you're bringing in, you're just spending money for no reason. Because yep. just because the ad looks nice, if you outsource to make an ad, the ad looks great, it doesn't matter if they come to your site and it's not even ready to retain leads, really. I mean, it's, yep. it's just a situation where you don't want to be throwing money out there. Like, you want to focus on the building blocks so that when somebody comes in through advertising or through a co-call, they're really like surprised and pretty impressed with what you have to offer.
0: Yes. That's, that's, the, big, that's the big thing. Like, Can you, well, one can your website convert does it not just look like a generic you know it site like every other website which happens a lot yep like don't use shit content don't use shit websites either so can your website convert can your landing page convert and let's say you get the lead can you convert like if you're super into the process like can you make this sale yet it's probably better to like get your feet wet with sales i mean i don't know where you are on your journey you could be New, or you could be pretty far on. But if you're listening to this episode, you're wondering whether you should advertise, and if you're wondering that, you might be pretty early into your thing and saying, "Don't do that yet. Get your feet wet with sales, with 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 doing, you know, leads that you're getting from referrals, leads you're getting from organic marketing, understanding, you know, building your word of mouth, practice that way. And once you're confident with your sales process, you're one step closer to starting advertising.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't really understand; it's not equivalent. Like you pay this sum for advertising, you pay a ton of money for advertising. That's equal to. Leads and client leads that become clients, like it's a correlation. I think that's a thing that people say a lot, and it's like that's not true. Uh, advertising is going to give you a chance for this person to see what you have to offer and like what your personality and everything is. Mm-hmm. And if it's not there, if your website sucks, if you're not in the stage of your journey where well, you're able to really sell somebody, and if you don't really believe in what you're selling and the content and things that you have, then they'll be able to notice that right away. So, yeah. advertising is giving them the chance to see what you have to offer, but. They're not going to be impressed if you don't have the building blocks.
0: Exactly. And we're going to talk, you know, we're going to talk more about specific advertising. Here's an example though. Like Alltech was a $3 million $3 million company before we even started telemarketing or over 3 million before we even started telemarketing or before we even started advertising. Like we were pretty far along in our maturity and getting inbound leads and growing consistently before we're like, let's add to it right? Like you shouldn't be where I'm going to rely on telemarketing. I'm going to rely on advertising because then you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. What happens if you turn it off? What, no zero leads? You're not going to grow at all? Yeah, That's not what you want. So when we talk about a marketing foundation, and you hear it all the time on this podcast, is like, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Go to that msp-camp.com guide, the ultimate guide, and go through the checklist. Just do that first. Make sure you're doing those things consistently. And also understand, those things are not gonna instantly bring you a ton of leads. It's going to take time. I talk about this all the time. It took me a year before we started getting consistent leads and consistent closed business. But since then, we haven't had a single month we where we weren't onboarding a client. So it's gonna take time. Now, with the guides and the content and everything else, you're gonna be up to speed way quicker than it took me, which was a year. You know, hopefully it'll only take you three months, six months to get going. But build that foundation first. Because then you know what you're communicating. Then you have really good content. Then you can back up and, and really that advertising is going to make an impact. So, okay. So here's an example.
1: I was going to jump. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Stephen. Go ahead. I was going to say um, it's also just that like telemarketing and advertising aren't like plug and play. This is easy to do because we're finding out too. There's just so much to tweak and learn about after you implement them. Like telemarketing yeah. is not just like oh, I'm doing this now. There's a difference between doing it and like excelling and improving it Mm -hmm. because it takes time. So it really does pay to get those first steps out of the way because it's not something you just set and forget if you want it to be effective, basically. And it goes the same for advertising, right? Like optimizing it. You learn something new every week and you find out something doesn't work. But if you just set it, you're like, oh, you tell somebody to go make calls, they'll make the calls. But if the script isn't there, if their inflection isn't there, if they can't kind of be creative with what they're doing, it's not going to pay off. So I guess it's just, the quality of these things 100. needs your attention. So yeah. Don't just like plug and play and say, just to say you have it basically.
0: 100%. There is a story for everything we're going to go through. And one, and there's two stories for everything we're going to go through. One story is an MSP saying this didn't work for us. And then another story is saying we killed it with this. And a lot of that depends on how involved you are and continuous improvement, making sure you're improving on what you're doing. So we're going to get into specific advertising and some, some, you know, some tactics and some strategies to make them good. But before we do that, I want to frame with, with a quick story. I've been seeing a lot more advertising from MSPs on Facebook. And I personally think Facebook's a good place to advertise, right? It's sure it's passive. People are scrolling. It's not active like Google, paper, click, right? There's a different there's difference in that advertising. But I think it's a pretty good place, especially if you're hyper local. right? Just your county or just your city. Because people are going to know who you are with consistent advertising. They're going to know your face. They're going to know your business. This is what I've been seeing, though, on 98%. Don't be this MSP. They're probably spending a ton of money for advertising on Facebook. You can tell they didn't build their foundation yet. You can tell they don't know what converts because their advertising is their freaking logo. And that's it. And that's it. It's their logo, and contact us today for your IT needs. It's like, are you effing kidding me? (laughs) Who in the world thinks that's going to work? I mean, but it's not one MSP. It's all of them. They're all doing it. It's like, it's so shocking to me that someone is actually willing to spend money on advertising. And when they sit down and they got their campaign together, they said, this looks awesome. Yeah,
1: and you would ask them, you'd say, oh, do you guys do advertising? And they say yes, because they think they are but they don't have anything in place and it's like it's tough to see too cuz you know like they're throwing money at that and it's basically just going down the drain cuz straight down the what drain what do you get from a logo like they don't even know what you are you the logo and contact contact who, right it's oh just, my god it's a it's- lot
0: it's shockingly bad but this is what happens when you are sometimes working with a bad marketing agency they're like hey this is what the this is what the funnel looks like yeah, we're, gonna, checklist. we're gonna talk all about you we're gonna make it look good this is how much we're spending per day this is our targeting they talk about the process 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 but it's like well what about the content is it gonna convert is it gonna move them down the funnel
1: or not yeah i've heard when you talked about like outsource marketing in the past it's like they'll offer everything at first and they'll be like oh we do advertising we do telemarketing but it is that surface level yes. here's your logo cuz they're yes. they're doing advertising quotes, they're doing app ab- they're managing your advertising it's not effective and it's not going to convert yeah. i mean
0: and the other thing is, in-house an in-house marketing person, like maybe the MSP owner is like, "Hey, I need you to manage our our advertising." That in-house marketing person is like, "Well, I don't know what that means, so I'm just gonna like put up some content." So I'm not blaming the agencies here. It also, I mean, most likely that's it, but it's also just a green in-house person that doesn't know what they're doing, or it's the owner trying to run ads. It's like. Don't be that person, right? Listen to this podcast. <laughs> Go to the guides on msp-camp.com. They're totally free. Learn how the con- what content you should be creating, how to tar- you know, target your target market and talk to them and how to convert. We're gonna have a guide on an a- on advertising on the site. We're also gonna have more podcasts on specific advertising. So just wanted to frame with that specific story. Don't do advertising if you don't have a good foundation you're not already bringing in some leads from your marketing and don't do it if that's how you're gonna do it. Okay. Moving on, we'll start with number one. Sure. Uh, Facebook. Well, actually, let's talk. Let's start with remarketing because that's kind of low hanging fruit, and I'll let you cover that.
1: Okay. Do we just get going?
0: Yeah. Jump yeah. on
1: in. Well, yeah. I mean, remarketing. It's a lot of the time there's the idea it's like remarketing advertising. What's the difference? They're one of the same. It's not really explained super well. But the way we've come to understand remarketing is basically somebody comes to your website. It's very simple at the base level. But somebody comes to your website. There's a tracking code that tracks they came to your website. And now they'll start seeing you popping up on Google listings, on YouTube, that sort of thing, based on coming to your website. And these are ads that you can specifically tailor, knowing that these people have already seen your business in some way. Yep. So less so than getting just cold leads completely. These are people who have engaged at some level with your website, with your business, and you want to keep them engaged kind of for that down the line. I mean, I know we've talked about it before, but it takes a while for somebody to convert after – just finding out about an msb especially oh like yeah the class classic like eight, six eight to 12 here, like.
0: touches multiple months yeah yeah I mean, but you, you got to stay, stay in front of them you got to stay in front of him. here's a perfect example of that we're, we're we're working on getting a, a massive cutout of a of a person um you know a massive a, a normal cutout of a person and i visited a couple websites and one of the websites is remarketing to me and i'm like cool that's probably the one i'm going to use because yeah. now i know their name and so like now i don't have to google again i'll just follow them and i'll and i'll and i'll get it from them when i'm ready to purchase which is going to be probably a few days from now right or even today so now they they stayed in front of me and now i'm going to purchase from them
1: yeah that's
0: as simple as it's as simple as that
1: i think one important note too for remarketing is that what we realized is that you need to diversify your content at some level and not just use the same thing because remarketing is good setting it up is very strong for keeping people engaged but if you're just using one ad Mm -hmm. over and over the brain learns to tune that out and that it's just noise like especially on youtube i've seen like You see the same one skip ad for five seconds. Somebody watches it first for like the first 10 seconds, and then it starts becoming annoying, which is the opposite of what you want. So, you want to diversify your strategy. Just like people notice too when your advertising is a little bit varied because effort goes into it. If you're making videos or doing like making content that there's actual effort put behind, people notice because they're used to the status quo of just boring, generic. Let's get this out here type things.
0: I haven't seen a single good ad in my local community from a small business. Not a single one.
1: I can't remember any of I've seen, yeah. honestly.
0: like There's lots of decent advertising happening on YouTube and, and Facebook and other places, but these big companies, small businesses, like under 20 employees, not a single good ad. It's always like an image of, of, of them cutting down a tree because they're a tree company or an image of them spray painting the floor or, uh, you know, pressure washing. So just understand it's not that hard to stand out in advertising. And as long as you know how to convert, which you'll get better and better at, I think it's worth the effort once you build your your foundation. Okay, moving on. So I think we covered remarketing pretty good. We're going to move into Facebook funnels. We are not going to go super hard on this because I don't want to – we're going to have a separate episode specifically on Facebook funnels. But I do think it's a smart thing to do. It's gotten us leads – and it definitely shows your market who you are. And we hear from clients and, and people all the time that they see it and they love it. This is how you should structure a Facebook funnel. This is this is it. I'm gonna give it to you right here drum shortly. Roll, drum yeah, roll. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not gonna be complicated. Top of the funnel, right? There's three categories. You want to have top of the funnel, you wanna have middle, and then you wanna have like that close. So top of the funnel stuff is humorous, it's entertaining, you're just trying to get their attention. So we use those funny live action videos, right? We're trying to entertain the audience, right? We want to show them what we do, but in a way that keeps them engaged. So that's what we throw at top of the funnel, all those funny videos around VoIP and Microsoft 365 and managed services and cybersecurity, et cetera, the stuff that's included in the leader badge, top of the funnel there. How do we get them down to the middle of the funnel? What, what happens if they watch 30 seconds of any of those videos, which means they're engaged, or if they have visited your websites. We're talking about remarketing. Well, when they get that remarketing tag, which means they've gone to your website either through watching the, you know, clicking the link from the top of the funnel stuff, or just going to your website organically, boom, they're in the second stage of the funnel, which is they've watched 30 seconds of any of your videos from the ads, or they visited your website. That, that is where you move into more professional, right? You might have a webinar sign up. You might have that how to conduct an RFP for managed services. A motion graphic or something. You know, a motion nature. graphic yeah. video that pulls them to a contact to a um, to a, a contact page, right? Then you can start being a little more polished, a little more professional because they know who you are and they they've engaged with you. Now you can move into that. Then once they've either downloaded that checklist or they watched that video, you move into the final one, which is book a consultation, book a cybersecurity review, book a a, a, a you know a 10 site 10 minute on-site visit. That's what the third call to action is. But even if they never make it to that, you are, I don't want to say saturating, but you're kind of saturating your market with good content and and everybody knows your business on like ten bucks a day. Yeah,
1: and it naturally like, like I said earlier, like diversifies the content that's going out there. And I also would say like I know we're probably we're gonna try to do this with one of our clients, but um making sure there's people shown at some point, like the people from your actual company. That's a good place for I mean, second in the funnel or third. I mean, live action videos and humor and stuff, usually that's using people every company too but yeah, yeah like that third step having a nice professional video from the actual owner or somebody in the business that's a contact point to be the one delivering this message of contact us give yeah. them the benefits because that's more personal than just you know a static yeah image
0: and here's the cool thing about msb camp which w- wish i had it when i first started advertising and marketing is like all the content in there is perfect for advertising right like we have so many infographics we have checklists we have the videos, motion graphic videos. Like you can use any of these in the combination you want to move it down into a funnel. We're going to have some recommendations for funnels coming on the site soon. But it's also like learn what's going to be work best in your market and tailor the content to build your own funnels and advertising when you're ready for it. Okay, moving on. Are we good for, for moving on from Facebook?
1: Yeah, sounds good to me because we're going to be covering it. Yeah. In depth.
0: Yep. All right, pay per click. So this is the most expensive, but from my experience, what I've seen with other MSPs is sometimes the highest value advertising. Right, so you don't even want to do pay per click if you can't. You can't put like four thousand dollars a month in. Right, thousand dollars for management, three thousand for ad spend, because it just requires a certain level of, of engagement and a certain level of ge- geographic region to get leads. And they and you you. This is something that we are go- we are going to outsource when we do it. I eventually will bring it in house, but like I don't want to be messing with four grand a month. I'd rather have a company that has a proven track record. So when I say don't outsource your marketing, don't outsource the management marketing, some things you are going to outsource. So anyway, we don't know much about pay per click, right? Like we haven't really done it. No one in our peer group has really done it. We're about to start doing it. So we will check back in with you. But I've talked to a lot of MSPs. Some say it doesn't work. And that's usually the ones that don't have a marketing foundation. And others say, yeah, it brings me a lead a week. Or two leads a week. It's like, cool, I'll pay three grand a month for eight leads a month (laughs) all day. Let's do this. So we'll check back on this one. To be honest, we don't have a lot of experience with it, but we've heard good things. And you gotta have a budget for it. All right, and I'm trying to actually get someone on the podcast that's like a specialist in pay-per-click. Thought I had somebody, ended up not working out like I thought once I grilled them hard enough. So we'll eventually get someone on to really talk pay-per-click for MSPs. All right. Moving on. We got two more. So thanks for bearing with us. Um, We're almost done. (laughs) So YouTube advertising. um, Do you want to talk a little bit about YouTube advertising? or Do you want me to talk about it?
1: I'm sure. I mean, most of the things I have for usually advertising is just similar to like we talked about, like the Facebook funnel, that kind of way it's leading, like that top of the funnel for Facebook is usually one of the strongest pieces of content you would use for a YouTube ad that would pop up. Because Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to engage immediately mm-hmm. on YouTube, especially when your advertising is, like, skip in five seconds. Most likely that's what's going to be on your mm. video. Yeah. So if you can't engage those first five seconds, people are going to move past it. Yeah. Also, I mean, when I was mentioning earlier, like, that noise that you hear of the same ad popping up, I feel like YouTube, it happens a lot because mm-hmm. there is a big chance that you're getting the same ad over and over. And if you're getting it from an MSP and it's just, I don't know, you only have one ad that keeps popping up, it's going to get annoying. It's happened to me before with, like, bigger companies when they mm-hmm. advertise them out. But, yeah. It's also different. I mean, it's the perception of, like, usually if people find out it's a business they haven't heard of or it's more local, they usually will stick around just because, I mean, me personally, I like to see, like, that effort from businesses that aren't already, like, huge established, like, places. But
0: The other cool thing about YouTube is you can do it as a sequence. So you're like, okay, once they've seen this video or this yeah, ad, similarly to then the we funnel. move them to the next one exactly similar to the funnel so you can kind of tell a story with those and you can even say like okay only move them to the second sequence if they watch a certain amount of the first one start the sequence in different ways so there's a lot that you can play with when it comes to advertising yeah and consistency don't, with those yeah don't get scared don't worry it's not that much stuff like people okay here's a minor rant When it comes to marketing, people care so much about the technicals of marketing. What audience do I go after? What does the funnel look like? What what are the specific things that need to happen? And then they totally drop the ball on the good content to get them to convert. Yeah. That stuff is important. The technicals are important, but if you read a book or no, not even read a book. If You watch a thirty-minute video, you're going to understand all of it. The like content's
1: a, what you're seeing. Yeah, like, like, like a you,
0: you can watch out. Google YouTube advertising, and, and in that thirty-minute video, you will understand pretty much all of the nuances between you in YouTube advertising. That's really how simple it is when it comes to advertising. It is not complicated. We think it. We think it's complicated because we haven't gotten the back end. But once you get in the back end, you're like, okay, there's only so many variables that I can even do with this. So then it really comes down to the content, right? In the area. And of course the targeting, but that's that's, you know, you know, you can tweak the targeting pretty simple, like, you know, age, demographic, stuff like that. Like you, you should know your marketing persona. That's not gonna be that hard either. So don't worry, don't get scared. Don't get caught up in all of the technical stuff. You should have an intern or coordinator that can jump in there and, and help you with this. Or you may be the internal coordinator. Jump in there. It's not that difficult. If your current marketing agency is doing it, Maybe see how they're doing it. You might get into the back end and be like, what the hell were you guys thinking? Why is this the way we're doing it? Like we are getting ads on Facebook from some MSP in Texas. And it's like, what, how bad is your targeting? That you're targeting yeah, MSP <laughs> in Florida, right? And yeah. And so just, you know, it's not complicated. Okay. Sorry about that. It's just like, I hear that all the time. It's like, don't worry. Okay, last one that we're gonna cover, and obviously there's tons and tons of way to advertise, but these are the ones that have been most effective in the MSP space MSP space is LinkedIn. What has worked that I've seen with LinkedIn is white papers and downloads. Like there are two specific ones we're building on MSP camp right now, which is the um, how to audit the technology at your business. How to audit the technology expense at your business, right? people. Pretty people always want to save money. So you are going we are giving an objective look at what are all the things you can audit, your ISP bill, your VoIP bill, you know, all of the things. And how do you come up with saving money? And we are gonna save them money. If they actually download this ebook and they actually read it, it's gonna save them money for sure. And so that's value that all our MSP camp members can do in their advertising, or just organically, say, hey, use this to audit your technology bills. That's a white paper we're about to do on LinkedIn. The second white paper we're about to do on LinkedIn is how to create an RFP for managed IT services that guarantees you find the best provider. Now, that one is probably not gonna get a lot of downloads. It's really niche, but here's the thing. If someone does download it, they are going to be a very high intent prospect because who is building RFP for IT services someone that's about to move a new it services and what do we always say about rfps you might as well not do it if you're not the one helping create it
1: yeah i would say on linkedin that high intent marketing is one of the strongest things you can do just because there is so much business advertising on linkedin but if you find something that specifically fits exactly what somebody's looking for like nobody's looking up rfp information for fun like they need an rfp so having that high intent strategy on linkedin compared to like the more humorous, engaging approach of YouTube and things like that. Yeah, if you use all of these together, I believe you are really doing advertising, basically. Yep. Like,
0: and we know our target markets. So we're gonna be like, "Hey, you are, you have this big challenge of creating an RFP. What are you gonna do? You are probably gonna ask your peer, and they're gonna send you the template. You are gonna have to tailor it. Well, here is a better guide. Here is a more informative guide of exactly the kind of questions you should ask. What you should what you should not ask. You know things like that, where it's an objective guide rather than just your peer forwarding forwarding you what they did. Um, now they can do that too, but this is going to supplement on top of that. Now you got a hot lead that you just provided value to. So that's kind of the last piece that we'll say on LinkedIn, is that usually white papers and downloads are, are the way to go there. Whew, this one's a little bit longer than I expected. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> we always go long. I know, <laughs> I mean, it's it's like just, and honestly, there's more that we can talk about, but we want to try and keep these kind of, kind of tight. Um, Anything else that you kind of wanted to cover when it comes to advertising, Stephen?
1: I mean, my other main note that I had was just, like, like don't underestimate that repeated, like, exposure and, like, the effectiveness of of that in advertising. Because it's basically just, like, I mean, you've got to stay remarketing, but also just in advertising in general. You want to stay in front of your target market. But that doesn't mean just a logo. That's not really staying in front of them. That's just saturating. When if you have a full advertising approach, you're hitting differently on LinkedIn. You're hitting on YouTube. Google, because I mean, I'd say most every business owner, somebody that you're trying to bring into your business, is using those platforms. They're massive. Like, yeah. so if you're hitting people with a white paper on LinkedIn, and they see a humorous video on YouTube, I would be impressed because mm. it's just that's true advertising, and you're staying in front of them without just showing the same boring content over and over. Yeah. So.
0: And stay hyper focused. Don't try and spread your marketing, your advertising. Yeah, because it's just going to gonna lead to, to lost, your state, lost budget. Yeah, it's just wasted. Like saturate for a while. Because then you're really going to get data on who who who's your who who cares who's watching who's not watching how do I tailor it just like we just target our county that's it yeah right there's no point in, there's so many businesses in our area like why not just target this everyone sees it and knows us and we have so much content that they're seeing something fresh all the time. Here's the last thing I want to point on to 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 say on this before we move to challenge of the week. We have an episode coming up on how to get more more referrals from your clients. What Stephen hit on was pretty important saying when you do advertising, your, your brand awareness, everyone hates the, the term brand awareness. Cause it's like, well, it's we, we want ROI. It's like <laughs> it a buzzword. Weird. And it's also like a, not a concrete thing. Like what is brand awareness? Well, here's an example of that. Every time we've advertised, we get more referrals and it's like, you know, we see clients, a client emails me the things that, haha, ha, you know, I saw your video or they, you know, send me the remarketing ad and say, ah, this is hey, following look, you're the guy me. You know, well, no, they're like, man. this is following me. Turn it off. I'm like, sorry, dude, just I can't. But <laughs> it's it it's truly like when we, we're, we're going to cover it more in the in the how to get referrals, but it's like when you are more prevalent in your clients' minds, not only your prospects' minds, you get referred more. That's true. It's It's happened every time. Here's another example. When I'm posting on my personal Facebook or social or Instagram, like not even business stuff, like life stuff about my kids and business and just stuff I'm doing, guess what? I hear from a lot more friends. I got a lot more friends that text me, call me. They want to go to lunch. I'm going to go to breakfast. When you're not doing that, your friends aren't reaching out to you because you're not top of mind. It's, it happens every time. Now, is there a concrete ROI in that? Is that? This is an anecdote. So, like, how do I prove that? I can't. But I'm just telling you what I've felt and what I've Yeah, I see. personal experience. Personal and experience and, and what happens when we turn this stuff off and we start marketing. We start getting more referrals. When we start advertising, we start getting more referrals. Now, there's more things we're going to cover in how to get more referrals, so I don't want to stay on that for too long. Anything else we move to Challenge of the Week? Let's do it. All right, let's move to Challenge of the Week. Test your might. So you're saying we can't actually play the Mortal Kombat theme song? Don't have the budget. All right, Steven, it's up to you. Finish him.
1: Challenge of the Week.
0: Excellent. Okay. You are thinking about advertising. You just listened to that overly long episode. So now you're like, I think I'm fired up. I think I want to do this. Make sure your foundation is set. Make sure your website looks good. Make sure you know how to do a good landing page. Make sure you know how to sell it if it comes in because these are cold leads that are going to be coming in. Think about two avenues that you might want to advertise. Is it Facebook? Is it LinkedIn? Is it YouTube? Do you want to start remarketing? Do you want to do pay-per-click? Think of two that you want to focus on and start thinking of ideas for content you can fill that advertising with that you believe is going to convert. Make sure you watch a video to listen to some you know other podcasts on advertising. Make sure you have a good structure of how you should do that and then fill it with the content you think is going to convert because you can always change it down the road. Think about that. Two avenues, what kind of content and what call to actions are you going to put in place to move them down the funnel into reaching out to you and, and, and setting an appointment? Now, msp-camp.com has tons of content that we use in our own advertising in our own county feel free to go and look at that it is plug and play when it comes to advertising too which is just another benefit it's also great for organic marketing so if you're a member make sure you start with that content because it'll really save you a lot of time if you're not a member it's not that hard to really think about good content and you can you know hire msp camp to build it you can hire someone on on upwork you can try and build it yourself whatever It's just more important of understanding it needs to be good content in your advertising strategy. It should not be your logo. All right, thank you all so much again for listening. Seriously, this has been incredible. Thank you so much for everybody listening. And we will see you on the next one.
1: Yep, thanks as always.